sink or swim. Kimi koru tame ni toki tokoeta to ikikase wa wa wa. Awards. There's no number to this one. This is just the award show. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Chris SJE. Chris, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing lovely. I'm super excited. Like I'm prepared. Like I got the anime talk shirt on. I you see you out there. I don't even have I gotta get the shirt on, but shout out to Wally West. I've been waiting for this for the past ever since like winter hit and I knew the year was coming to a close. I've been ready. I've been ready to give my opinions on this year's anime in this decade's anime. Yeah, this is like a, a big discussion episode. Like, not really many news. We're not reviewing anything. Even though the My Hero episode was nuts. We'll talk about it next episode. But, yeah, a lot of discussion in this episode. We got best girl, best boy, best new season, best new anime, rookie of the year. We got anime of the year, hero of the year, villain of the year. Whew. This is going to be very intense because I know we both feel differently about this. Yeah, and for sure, like last year, uh, last year we were talking about this kind of off air. Last year was the My Hero Academia Awards. You know what I'm saying? We gave away a lot of, lot of My Hero Awards because that was the hot shit last year. We got it some really good was. shit. We got uh, Reincarnated as a Slime, um, My Life Reincarnated as a Slime, whatever you want to call it. Uh, what was there? The SSSS Gridman, uh, Hinamaru Zumo, Radiant. Yeah. It wasn't. It was a lot of new shit last year. We did get a lot of new shit. Not as hype as this year. Uh, I like super. Bookseller Hanasan. Oh yeah, we got super super wrapped up last year. So we got we had a lot of good shit, but it was basically my hero super. That was the two breadwinners for last year. This year we got a lot of. I feel like this is this one. We both got a lot of toss ups. You know what I'm saying? I, I I like this because it's like we got a lot of material to work with this year. Yeah, we got. I, I know we have different answers. So without further ado, let's get into the awards and check out. My Hero, we got Mob Psycho, we got Gangster behind us, we got a Trunks, we got the Nintendo Switch, we got Tanjiro in the background, Karishima, we got the Pirate King, Lupin, Deku, we'll see if any of these take the awards, but let's get into it. Chris, mm-hmm. let's start off with some easy, let's start off with Best Girl, let's go in oh, easy into it. Best Girl, man, we starting off hot. You, so you want to start this? Yeah, one? no, you, you can one. go first. Well, let me let me throw this out there real quick before before I give my best girl. You know what I'm saying? I put a side category on here. I put waifu of the year because you know I do oh, the waifu okay, shit. Okay. But I want to let it be known waifu is different than best girl. You know what I'm saying? People Big be like facts. best girl. People be like waifu. It's like you gotta. You know what I'm saying? Best girl is a specific category. Who I feel like this one was honestly a hard year, and it For wouldn't real? have been a hard year if I would have only seen like because I ain't gonna lie. One the, the person who's like my dad giveaway is the person who everybody wants me to say I feel like that's my honorable mention. But let me Whoa. let me let me throw my wife of the year out there, Mitsuri Kanro, uh, Kanroji. How do you say her name? The uh, love pillar. Okay, wife of the year, and then this would have been best girl. This is my honorable mention, wife of the year, uh, Lisa from Fire Force. Oh, okay, she would have been my best girl if she wouldn't be on some fuck shit. You feel she me? She really is. But the thing, the thing about it is, I feel like she could, she has potential to be best girl because she's being manipulated, and at heart, she wants to be good girl. You know what I'm saying, best girl? But she's just on the wrong team right now, and I feel like I don't want to attribute that to her character because I like as as where we are in Fire Force. I'm not a manga reader, so I can't spoil nothing. But I do feel like she's uh. Gonna be on a good team eventually. Hopefully so. Unless they just kill her ass. So which... we got honorable mention. We got uh, we got Lisa oh. from uh, Fire Force. But my actual best girl, 
And then I got a uh all right, my best girl, I'm gonna go ahead and just toss it out there. And I'm gonna okay. say my all the uh my runner up. But um it's I forget her last name. Uh Aries. Aries from Austria, Austria Lost in Space. What? The pink hair girl. I gotta give her this because she she is best girl. You feel me? And this was I, I originally right before I sat down. You feel me? I had it as uh, Kohaku from Doctor Stone. Oh my god! I, I, I had to say either Kohaku from Doctor Stone or uh, Aries from Law, Austria Lost in Space. Well, don't say your runner ups because then let me just say mine. Because okay, because I, I I'm your runner up is probably mine. Well, I, I just had those two, and I could kind of say that that's a tie, but I want to say. Uh, definitively, Aries is my number one, and then uh, my runner-up is uh, Kohaku from Doctor Stone. Big shocker here, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't think this. I thought I thought this was the easiest category. Well, it looks like we're gonna be different on everything tonight. My runner-up is Maki from Fire Force. I love me some Whoa, Maki. I didn't know you was gonna say Maki. Yeah, I, see, no. I was expecting you to go somewhere else. No, my runner-up is Maki. I oh, your runner-up is Maki. My runner-up is Maki. Okay, I love me some Maki. She is. A gorilla cyclops, if I ever saw one, and I just love it. Love the anger. Facts. Love the that she takes care of herself. She cares about the team. Like love everything Maki stands for. And I didn't have any honorable mentions. That was just my runner up. But the winner of best girl for me is none other than Nezuko. Yeah, and that's what I'm like. What I feel like everybody wanted easy. me to say Nezuko. And this is I'm with the quips, bro. You know, last year I gave Todoroki like hero of the year. Yeah, that was like that. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> People were probably like, what the fuck? But uh <laughs> the reason why I didn't give uh Nezuko, because I really wanted to give Nezuko best girl. And especially being that I read the manga and I, I know Nezuko's future yeah. uh role in Demon Slayer. Um, but Chibi Nezuko, you turning Chibi Nezuko down. First impression. Nezuko was best girl, you feel me? And she gave me a lot to work with as far as just the cuteness, the chibi shit. I loved it. Violent. For, for the fact that by the time you get to episode 24, like I I, I was rewatching uh Demon Slayer episode one English dub because you know I, I was rewatching it when the dub came out. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching it on Toonami and they're showing the first episode of Tanjiro and his family before she becomes a demon. And she was talking, I was like, oh wait, this bitch got lines? I was like, I don't remember th- I don't remember Nezuko having lines. That's cap. I don't even remember in episode one, she had the Japanese voice actor having lines. But it's crazy how you get to episode 24 and she hasn't said shit the whole season. But you feel for this character, you love this character. Facts. And you 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 hope for this character. She's like one of the characters you root for. That's and why you want to see win. That's why I gave it to her. But I will say, as compelled as she had me. From day one, you know what I'm saying? The reason why I give this to... Uh, my original thought wanting to give it to Kohaku because she she's such a like a pure-hearted individual character. And it's crazy how you said the gorilla shit about Maki. Yeah. Because in uh, Dr. Stone, I want to say... Well, I forget the dude's name. Chrome, the uh, brown-haired dude? Yeah, Chrome. Uh, Chrome. Chrome. So he's like... Um, He's always giving uh, Kohaku shit for being manly or whatever, or being like a gorilla. That's what he says. He's like, you a gorilla ass. Like, he's like, I don't look at you like a woman. You a gorilla. And she always get played, like, feel played, want to fuck him up on some, like, oh, you want to see a gorilla? <laughs> so I, I like her because her main goal in the whole first season was to heal her sister. Her sister's sick. She's sitting there like, look, nigga, I will literally do anything. And just her putting her faith in Senku, a lot of the times, that's something that's hard for anybody to do. With, with Like, they got people who, who love people and trust people. It's harder for them to put their full trust in them mm-hmm. and she's putting her, her trust in this complete strangers off of the strength of like the small percentage that he could heal her sister the whole and then when she he, like the shit happens with her sister i don't want to spoil everything but just know she 
she tugged my heartstrings. And the same thing with uh, Aries. Aries tugged my heartstrings because of the role she played at the beginning of Astra. I was sitting there like, oh, I didn't dislike her, but I was sitting there like, okay, she's just a basic anime bitch. You feel me? And especially when I heard other people talk about Astra, but then when I finally got to the to the end, she has so much character and so much personality and I, I slept on that when I first was introduced showing love to Astro Lost in Space I see you out here alright best there. girl Chris I got Aerie and I have Nezuko let's move on to best boy I'll start this one off since you started the last one mm. honorable mention I have Arthur from Fire Force ah. gotta show Arthur some love dumbness love it like everything about Arthur he's just genuinely himself he has similar traits to who I assume your best boy is but I'm not gonna Jump the gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, my runner-up though was Zenitsu, just strictly on comedy and just wanting to see him thrive, but him never thriving. Loves Zenitsu, but the winner for this is Thorfinn for me. He's ah. so angry, he's so upset, and he's so hurt. I just want to just be like, bro, there's love out there for you, bro. You okay? <laughs> like, pick your head up, dog. We're gonna be all right. We're gonna get through this. Badass character. He's not a hero. But he's driven on his mission, and I had to show Thorfinn some love. Um, I feel that a hundred fifty percent. I love your run ups and uh your winner. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like a lot of people are gonna expect me to go a certain another certain way with this one, and I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw people off. I'm, I'm expecting a certain way for uh, sure. Just if you watch all these episodes, and I want to show Thorfinn some love, but I want to show him some love later on. Uh, so my runner ups would be like um Inosuke. You know what I'm oh, saying? he didn't get it, and that's why I had to throw him out there as my first runner up because I felt like a lot of people were expecting Inosuke to be the winner. Yeah, because he Inosuke's my goat. You feel me? And my hype has died down a little bit on Inosuke. Not saying I love him any less, but saying like when I first was introduced to him as a character, when I first sped through the manga and watched the anime, like he was my favorite character of the summer, favorite character of the fall. He might be my favorite all around character of the year, but as far as best boy, I feel like he comes in second to a couple, or like second or third to a couple. So my actual uh, my best boy, uh, it could, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to young, shout out to young Karishima, cause he, he's my, my number one runner up, right before Real I say okay. my best boy, best boy. Cause I really like seeing Karishima shine. I got to he see. He had a good, and like closed out the year very strong. Bro, I got to see so much of Karishima's personality. I think I told you this, uh, a couple weeks ago, but whenever we originally watched the first episode with him and Fat Gum, um, and the, the bad guy with the guns and shit like that in the streets, I thought that was it. Whenever everybody was like, oh, Karishima gets his shine this season, I yep. thought that was it. Oh, okay. And then we see him get a real fight, and then we get him, we get like backstory and flashbacks, and it made me like, I always liked Karishima uh, as a character, and I always liked him, uh, his character's aesthetic, uh, his character's character design or whatever, but uh, this made me feel for him as a as a character as a whole, not just his aesthetic, not just his his he's cool, he's Bakugo's homie. This gave me something to connect something to with connect him. Something to connect you, yeah. His personality. Gave some meat to him. But uh, my number one, and this could be a this could be in a lot of other categories, but my purest best boy, I give it to um, Shigeo. You know what oh, I'm shout! I I totally missed like yo. Shout I thought out you were gonna say Shigeo. No, no, I got, I got, I got, I'm giving Shigeo love later and, on. Yeah, Shigeo's show. gonna he, Shigeo has to get his love throughout this whole thing. My boy Mob is just the best boy. Uh, I I felt for him in season one, but this year, just all the emotions he made me feel uh, through every single episode of season two, every single thing that uh, every single time he accelerated or every single time he was brought up a little bit, it made me physically proud. Like that's my son, and I had no attachment to the character. 
not even like a year and a half ago. Like I didn't even I knew Mob Psycho one big year for Mob Psycho this year. Shout out to Mob Psycho season two. And I, I said this on one of the other pods. Season one had me like, okay, this is cool. I, I understand the hype to a certain extent. But when I got to season two, I was like, why is this shit not talking? You know what I'm saying? No, and, was, and, and to say it got released so early in the year to come and still be in our memories to be in the front of our minds at this point in the year after Demon Slayer, Fire Force, Dr. Stone, Promise Neverland. It stood the test of time and it's still one of the best this year. And to me, Shigeo and just the whole mob as a, as a whole, uh, the whole mob psycho, to me, it is timeless of a, of a, of a, of a concept, timeless of a love. It's like, I'm always remember Shigeo. I'm always, you know what I'm saying? Like for the future when Shigeo come, I'm, 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 it's going to be hard to like, you know how you'll like a character and then they'll have a moment with the character and it'll kind of ruin the character for you. Not saying it'll ruin it, but it'll take your love of the character down a, a couple bit, notches. Yeah, I'll knock it a couple pegs. Never in my life will this happen with Shigeo. And like to um, kind of piggyback what you said about how this drops so early in the year, like, uh, and to add on to how it's timeless, Super dropped last year and it was cool. But Jiren's hype has died down. You know what I'm Tremendous. saying? Jiren's still cool. Super was still cool. But that kind of, it was a spark that fizzled for a while it was out. Like the season was really hot. The uh, era of Dragon Ball Super was hot. But now that it's over, it's like people aren't talking about it next year. Which is crazy because it's Dragon Ball. We even got the Broly movie at the top of this year. And even in December, people aren't really talking about that. Yeah. Uh, but Goes Mob. Back to my thing of keeping it away. <laughs> people are still talking about Mob. People are going to be talking about Mob well into next year, whether we get a new season or not. Hopefully we do, man. Um, people, and it's one of those series that I'm kind of glad it's not super mainstream. It is mainstream to a certain extent, but there are still tons of people out there that sleep on it. They wait for somebody like me or you to come on a pod and say, uh, give Shigeo an award for them to be like, let me at least see what it's about. Yeah. But, um, or at least see somebody on Twitter that he fuck with speak on it because, uh, I've been seeing slowly a lot of people who are who I thought would have been on it already, like mainstream anime fans, slowly get into it. Yeah, I'm getting on it. Hey, man, as long as they get to it, because Mob Psycho is one of the best. So, uh, Chris's best boy is Shigeo, mine is, uh, Thorfinn. So let's move on to since you said movie, we didn't write this down, but let's real quick because I, I know we could do this off the tip of my for topic. sure. Let's do best movie of the year, best anime movie of the year. You can start us off. Um, I know I'm putting you on the spot. Well, I feel like I feel like you. I feel like you should start it. Oh, like all right, I can one. start it off. And and I, I, mine I is done. Which my, one? My runner up is Black Cat, the okay, Crunchyroll yeah. exclusive. Really love that movie, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see a sequel because, like, I want to know what happens next. Like. I love the story. I love seeing the the uh, plight of her trying to choose between her grandfather and her father. Just very, very interesting story, and they left a cliffhanger. So shout out to Black Cat. Shout out to Crunchyroll for that. That is my runner-up. But the winner is One Piece Stampede, by and far. That's why I wanted to let you go, because that's that's mine as well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I feel like I should be the guy holding it down for Broly. Uh, it didn't do much new. I, I, and don't get me wrong. It's the same movie, Loki. Spectacular. Uh, Except they gave Broly a backstory. That's I it. give... Dragon Ball Super a nine point nine out of ten, but I give One Piece that ten Stampede because it just did a little bit more. And the only reason why I don't I don't want to hold anything against Broly because I love that movie a lot, and it was basically just a fan service movie. And for that, it hit every spot it was supposed to hit. I think it was fantastic as far as it took three canon movies or three non canon movies and turned them into one canon movie and did it better than everything that came before. It. I like new Bardock better than old Bardock. Uh, a lot of people have a problem with like the manga canon version of Bardock because mm. they're used to the old Bardock, but I love it. I love new canon Broly. 
just I love Canon Gogeta. So just for the fact that you brought all uh, Toriyama brought that all in, it was it's enough for a mention and it's enough to be uh, in high regards as it was when it dropped. And I don't want to take anything from it, but it goes to show you that being that cold to say that One Piece is right above that. Like niggas been waiting years for Broly to be canon. Whenever Super first came back, people were like, "Is Broly coming back?" Whenever like whenever the show Super was announced, are we getting Broly? Tournament of Power. Is somebody like as soon as they saw yeah. Kepler, like is Broly gonna be here? And then you get no Broly, and then you finally get it after Buku years, and One Piece still tops it. One Piece not only gave you fan service, One Piece gave you canon information that's now important now with the spoiler alert, with the mention of Laugh Tale. Mm-hmm. Like we see all the supernovas fight. We see Zoro get a big fight with Fujitora. We see uh, Law, uh, Luffy. You, uh, Sabo, Smoker, Boa, yeah. Boa, your boy Rob Lucci, even Rob Lucci, like it was like, just, it was just everybody in the show, super cameo heavy, and I love that about Fan, it. It was the Avengers of of uh, One Piece, exactly. Like Dragon Ball gave us Broly, Bardock, Gogeta. It's like yay. One Piece gave us, like you said, Rob Lucci, Boa, Sabo. The list goes on for a long Captain time. Captain Kid, Hawkins, the whole, the as whole well as and Ro- a backstory with Roger, as well as new characters and all the captains you see. Their whole crew is with them. It's just like a big, big fucking event. It felt like the movie because uh, I remember I told you a while back, uh, Gold is one of my favorite One Piece movies for sure, just because of the the spectacularness of the movie and how they made a big event. Like, it wasn't just a regular movie. Like, you watch a lot of Naruto movies and it's like, okay, it's Naruto movies. You watch a lot of Dragon Ball Z movies, it's like, nothing special, nothing that we even question is canon or not. We don't really care. It's just a fun movie to watch. Uh, One Piece, this shit felt like a big event. It no, felt, it did. And it, it is canon, right? Like, like we don't... We don't Laugh Tales canon, but I don't want to get into spoilers. Just know, we don't know if Bullet, Bullet's canon. Okay, but at, at the end of the day, it just felt like something very believable, very lovable body of work. Uh, the story was great. The fan service was great. The the cameos were great. The fights and the animation were where it really excelled, but it hit damn near every moment, every every little One Piece button for why I love One Piece. It hit every button. I remember just being in that theater. I was in the, the Broly theater, theater as well, so don't, you know what I'm saying, think I'm being biased towards One Piece, but just the way certain moments hit in the theater for me i felt the energy that i was hitting for everybody else yeah like even certain because see i'm not 100 caught up with the uh anime so certain moments were hitting harder than they hit for me and i'm seeing everybody else react to them like shit's happening everybody's like oh, oh ha, ha, ha. like you hear the whole the whole crowd is like roaring at this this they're clapping at certain points that didn't even happen the only time in the broly movie you really seen that shit happen was at the end whenever he was like call me kakarot everybody was like flips table you know what I'm saying? people didn't even clap for that mind people clapped and freezer got his ass whooped oh that was fun too <laughs> that was a fun moment but motherfuckers was in that fucking one piece uh room in that theater Roaring. just getting emotional and yeah. i i felt that emotion like one piece has been really good since they wanted just bringing that emotion out of you. If it wants to make you laugh, it's gonna make you laugh hard. If it wants to make you cry, you gonna shed real tears. I'm glad One Piece could get some award in this in this uh, anime awards. I don't know if it's gonna get many, but shout out to One Piece Stampede. Let's move on. Let's get into the nitty gritty of things. Let's start off with best new season. Chrissy, you can start us off. This is tough. We jumping right into it. We're baby. getting into the shits. Like best boy and best girl was light. Best movie was light. We're in the shits now. So this is one. I don't know if we're gonna be uh, in agreement on this, but um, it's a tie for me. Oh wait, we got a tie. I don't want to have any runner ups, any uh 
honorable mentions because it was clearly just these two seasons that came back and shine. Uh, Attack on Titan, second half of season three because it broke in the end of season two. Uh, like season three started 2018, stopped sometime in September. We got part two this year. And yeah, we got that the counts. finishing half. And it's like a whole, it's a half of a season that dropped in uh, 2019. And it wasn't just like, continuing from 2018 it was a clear break and like a couple months break or three months maybe you know what i'm saying so i couldn't i consider that they gave us a season's worth of material yeah no it counts 100 uh, so I, i'll say attack on titan season two and mob psycho season two mob psycho season two was my winner uh 150 before right, see, i saw I, see i broke it up different mm-hmm. i'm gonna give mob psycho love later on the show mm-hmm. but for me a best new singular season hype continuation of what we left off of and progressing the story to continue in a later season. I got to go with Attack on Titan. Okay, I thought you about to say my hero, but I'm like, no, okay, now I'm I, I got to go Attack I'm on like, Titan. I'm like, whoo, but yeah, Attack on Titan My for sure. goodness, what they did this season, like we just did our Attack on Titan apology episode, but like, got to give Attack on Titan love for this with, I know we want to go into spoilers, but if, you, if you're already watching this with the Ackerman stuff, mm-hmm. going into the past of of Grisha. Now see, or, yeah, oh, yeah, bruh. Grisha like, Lay Yeager. All the shit we got, like, I'm gonna go into light spoilers, but not, uh, not, I'm not saying any specifics, but I'm just kind of giving you an outlook on how the seasons run. Uh, you get to the, season, the end of season one and end of season two, and I remember I told you this, that I was like, I would not have been able to stop watching season one and the end of season one and wait however many years it was before season two. And at the end of season two, I would not have been able to wait again because at the end of season one, you're amazed. You have a lot of questions. At the end of season two, you get maybe one or two questions kind of answered, but then you get like 50 more questions before all the other questions are answered. And that's at the end of the season. At the end of season three, we finally get kind of like a, 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 a not a, a point of like um, stagnation, but we finally get that. It didn't end on a cliffhanger. It ended on sort of a cliffhanger, but you could tell it was at the end of this arc and the next arc is about to open as soon as season four drops. Yeah. So I'm glad we got like at the end of the season, we got a fine conclusion versus a cliffhanger because uh, season one, you don't get into the after. Uh, well, I don't want to get too much into the story, but like. No, um, but I get what you're saying. They left you at a conclusion, but you still want to know where we're going. Like mid arc. Like whenever I remember uh, watching season two, I watched the whole thing in one day. I always say that, but I started uh, the same day. I finished, I started and finished season two. I was ending season one. So I watched like the end of the first the last two episodes of season one and then just marathon the rest of the season. But, uh, like I, I, the way it rolled, it was, it was like a big, you didn't get any closure until the end of season three. And we still don't got closure. We still got a lot of answers. We still got a long ways to go, but it it felt like the beginning of answering. Yeah. And it felt like they wrapped up a long arc and they had a million mini arcs in that big arc. But I feel like, whoo, now it's like a deep breath and you're ready for what season four has to offer. Like, I'm so hyped for season four. Yeah, no, gotta give Attack on Titan credit. So, I like, see, I like both your answers. I do want to say Mob on, uh, Mob on Psycho. Mob Psycho 100, the reason why it's a tie for me, I can't give it an honorable mention or a runner-up, and I can't give it the number one is because of all the reasons why they make Attack on Titan great. But the, the reason why I said earlier, like, when I, I got to the end of Mob Psycho season one, I felt cool on the on the thing i was like it's cool this is a cool little show i like it to i love this this is top 10 like my cycle 100 wasn't in my top 10 top 20 it may have been top 20 but it wasn't in my top 10 for sure after season one season two maybe even top five definitely top five of the year 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm just gonna save my my thoughts. I'm just gonna save my thoughts. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not gonna spoil the rest of the show, the rest of the program. But word up, that is our best new season. Let's jump into the highly controversial, Uh-oh. highly anticipated. Where we, about to, where we about to go? Best new anime of the year, mm-hmm. Krissa. I'll start this one off, man. So I'm going runner up. Well, no, honorable mention, Fire Force. Shout out to Fire Force. Hey. Gonna throw you an honorable mention. Loved everything you did. I loved... You started off slow and rocky, but you finished at a uh, briskling, smoldering fire, so to speak. But runner-up, I got Demon Slayer. Runner-up, Demon Slayer. Runner, so I got, got Demon Slayer. What you got number one? And at number one, I got Vinland Saga. I knew it. I knew he was gonna I, say Vinland. I couldn't... Bro... The level of storytelling. You know how I am when it comes to storytelling. Mm-hmm. The level of storytelling in Vinland just struck a chord with me. And from animation, it was so good that it made me go and read the manga. And just seeing Thorfinn's progression, seeing how the differentiations from the manga where the backstory is kind of in between, but learning the backstory first of Thor's and then figuring out the Aslad stuff and then seeing Thorfinn as a child and grow up and then start to fight people that was with his father, and then we get into the whole Canute stuff. Amazing. I cannot wait for season two, and it didn't splash as big as a Demon Slayer, but quality, I feel, is just as good, if not a little better. That's why I had to go with Vinland Saga. I I, I feel you on all those points, because um, like I, like I said, uh, when Vinland Saga first started, I said this whenever it first started, whenever we were first talking about it. Uh, I didn't really... I was kind of sour on it. I watched the first four episodes. I watched basically before uh, Thor's, you know... In the, in the shit in His the, demise, the, yeah. Yeah, his demise. Before that happened, I was sitting there like, man, this is moving kind of slow. I want to see where this is really going. I should have known it was going to take off at a moment like that. But after that, there's a slow uh, build-up from like zero to... Zero to hundred implies that it's not slow, but it kind of builds up, is what I'm saying. Like, but it builds up quickly, but you could feel the build up to where whenever the climaxes hit, they hit pretty hard. And I will say, uh, Vinland Saga hits super hard for how it hits, and I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, especially being as sour as I was on the first few episodes. I didn't uh, expect to come from that loving uh, Thorfinn. And I'm gonna show Thor- uh, Thorfinn some love later down, later on down the line as well. But I do agree uh, with the sentiment for having. Um, Vinland Saga is your uh, animated uh, new new show of the year. Yeah, but see me, I'm going with Kimetsu no Yaiba. You know, I can believe, hey, I'm man, there's no gang. there's no wrong choice this year. And see, I, I do want to give uh, honorable mentions to the Astral Lost in Space, um, uh, Fire Force, Vinland Saga. But my runner up is The Promised Neverland because yes, okay, bro, you sold me on that bitch so hard. You was telling me it's gonna be cold, and I remember when I first. Saw it uh, on a Forever World breakdown because Forever World likes to do the numbers halfway through the year and at the end of the year the manga sales and I remember him being in all like damn Promise Neverland that's I was selling a lot of shit like I don't even got an anime out it's crazy I have to check that out and I was like what Promise Neverland is beaten huh and it doesn't have an anime I'm like this shit gotta be cold and then I look at it and I'm like huh I was like what do you mean so it was it always intrigued me but whenever you gave me that cosign like I read it nigga it's flames I yeah, can't even man. tell you about it and I'm like you can't even tell me about it you was like look just just you gotta understand. Yeah, just wait. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't spoil it for you. And then when it hit, it hit extra hard. But and, and the only reason why I didn't put it on my list is because I read the manga first. And I don't know if it. that Not took, ruined it. Not ruined it, but because the first season is very horror-based, very thriller-based, 
the jump scares I already knew when they were coming. I knew the story. Mm-hmm. So it was just looking at things like, is the animation good? How does it look? And it looked beautiful, but in terms of seeing something new mm-hmm. and fresh, I had to go with the... I, I put Kimitsu no Yaiba and Vinland above it, but I understand why it's your second... If I didn't read the manga, it could be arguably my number one. Mm-hmm. Like, what Promised Neverland did was something spectacular. It went into the category of the death notes of the mm-hmm. of, of that. Not your typical shonen, but it's going to go its own path, charter its own journey, and I can't wait for season two yes. in October. It was very non-shonen for shonen, and I do understand um, a lot of the, the reasons why. But th- for the exact reason why you have it not, like it hit me so hard. No, I, I get it. And let me let me break down to you because I really want to uh, explain my Demon Force being number one because a lot of people saw Funimation gave uh, Demon Slayer animation of the year. People were like, meow, 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 meow. But they, their shit was favorite animation with their category. Mm. You can't say some shit like, this is my favorite, and then you get mad at somebody for their opinion. It's an opinion. We're all allowed to have them. And we can't act like uh, Demon Slayer didn't change the game this year as far as shown in anime. Now, the reason why I'm giving it to Demon Slayer over Promised Neverland, uh, but I have to give Promised Neverland such a high uh, runner-up because it could have been there by like this much. Yeah. And we've said this on another uh, episode, but I said the reason why I would give it to a, a Demon Slayer over a Promised Neverland was because Promised Neverland gave us 12 episodes of gas. Demon Slayer gave us 24 episodes of gas. And they're both like 10 out of 10 shows. When you give me a little bit, uh, you give me quality, but you give me more quantity with the quality. It's like, I understand giving you quantity at the lack of quality, but you gave me a lot of quality in one bag. Then you gave me more quality in the other bag. And like, I can't pick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, every single episode of Promised Neverland um, left me on a cliffhanger to where me and my girl are watching this and we can't wait till the next day. We're literally like, shit, it's Monday. Four days till fucking Promise Neverland. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember it was dropping on Thursday nights, if I'm not mistaken. No facts. So uh, it was it was a big event for me. So for Demon Slayer to come through, and I remember I told you this as well. After we got to the end of Promise Neverland, the first season, I tried to read the manga. I tried to read the manga along with watching it. It didn't hit the same, and the animation style didn't pull me as hard as the anime did. But Demon Slayer, and this is before we get to episode 19 where Twitter went crazy and it, it started trending. This is right whenever that Rui, uh, Spider Kids, Spider Mom, is whenever you get into the Spider Mom shit, you feel me? Yeah. As soon as Tanjiro and Inosuke run into, I think it's whenever they had the kids in the, the spider web and they were just murking the kids. And I was like, damn, nigga, they are just killing people like nothing. You feel me? I was like, I have to read this at this point. I can't just wait to see what happened with the little kid because at this point, I'm into the Jumputi Heroes game where I've already been spoiled. The little kid, uh, the what is it, the 12th moon? Yeah. We see him, and uh, I've seen him, and it made me so excited to just get to the, the good shit. So I got to the good shit, and by the time I'm watching episode 19 and seeing it trend on Twitter, I'm still hit, it's still hitting me super hard, even though I had read it. And at that point, by the time we get to the end of season one, I'm knee-deep into shit that we're probably not going to get animated until 2024. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... Just for the fact that I'm super into My Hero, I'm super into uh, Dr. Stone and all these other series, I don't really read a lot of the manga. A lot of the manga I've been reading in 2019 has been like shit like 666 Satan, My Girlfriend is a Gal, or however you say it in uh, Japanese. But um, it's been a lot of shit that I don't watch the anime for. I read manga just to get a whole other experience. I, I don't read too much shonen manga. I read like a lot of throwed off romance manga, just random shit when I'm reading manga. Demon Slayer is the first shonen jump to pull me in and get all the way caught up within the matter of like a month or two. That's why I got to give it that. Cause the impact it had on me, it reminded me, and you know, my favorite anime 
all time is Yu Yu Hakusho. I had to um, give it to Demon Slayer because he hits all the same buttons that Yu Yu Hakusho did. Badass MC that speaks his mind. You know Yusuke would cuss people out and tell people off. Tanjiro's the same way in a different way. Um, and then you get all the demon shit, and I love demon uh, aesthetic in anime. So I just had to kind of break that down. For it's like It's not just me. A lot of people would be like, Demon Slayer is my anime of the year, my new anime of the year. And people would be like, oh, so you've basically watched five anime in your life. No, no, I feel you. So hey, man, to, like, me personally, I, I'm Demon not Slayer upset at, at any of the choices between Promise Neverland, Vinland, or Demon Slayer. I'm not upset at any of those. We had a lot of slappers this year. Yeah, and ch- like I said, shout out to Fire Force, had great new. Shout out to Dororo, shout out mm-hmm. to Astro Lost in Space. Uh, I'm trying to think of any more new, new, new. No ones. guns life. Yeah, shout out to no guns life, and shout out to special crime unit seven. I fuck with that show. Uh, honestly, too, and I don't know if we got any awards for this one, uh, but Radiant has been having. It's not a, well, it's not a new. Anime, yeah, it's best new season. But uh, definitely, I want to give a comeback of the year. Definitely, but I want to give a shout out to uh, Africa Salesman. If uh, I think it's what it's called, Salaryman. Salaryman. Yeah. Africa Salaryman. Funniest, like funniest, random. Sh- I just randomly clicked it. I'm like, what the fuck? This is an anime, and I watched it, and it hit, it hit hard. So if you're a fan of comedy, uh, I'll have to shout that one out just because it might be something you would enjoy. One hundred percent. So Chris's best new anime is uh, Demon Slayer. My best new anime is Vinland. All right, let's jump into fight of the year. Chrisa, what is your fight of the year? Fight of the year. Uh. For sure, uh, we talked about this a lot. Like we talked, we 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 was going over this. But yeah, we had to watch fights before we started this video, and we just watched it and just watching it like twenty minutes ago, or whatever. It solidified Levi versus Beast Titan Solid. or Zeke. You know what I'm saying, Bruh, Seeing Levi turn fucking Beast Titan's arms into curly fries made my fucking. I had to run it back. Like I'm watching, like ooh replay. Oh my god, instant replay. Like I'm that watching. That was like it. Attack on Titans moment on Twitter this year cuz like I remember when that episode dropped like people on Twitter and Facebook were going crazy. They the AOT fans at least. And see I caught on to it late. I, I watched it like maybe last month or so, like maybe beginning of December. But uh when I watched it, boy did that shit hit hard. Like seeing finally and in in true Attack on Titan fashion, you don't ever get your true W that you want. You don't ever get that that solid win, but you get wins as far as moments. And this moment was such a such a great win for me. Seeing him Especially what happened earlier. Bro, he sliced his arms, curly fried his arms up real quick, sliced his eyes, they got his him, ankles. Pulls his ass out of the Titans. And bro, then stabs him in the mouth. And I, at that point I'm like, oh, oh Yeah, so oh. I'm twitching at this point. I'm so hyped. Like I'm I can't believe what my eyes are seeing because I'm expecting Another L. Like, this is right after we're seeing the whole army run up on Beast Titan and his gang and getting smashed by crumbles of boulders. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, fucked. And this is me, and not to spoil too much, but this is for me seeing uh, season one, season two, and seeing countless, countless of the gang, countless members of the gang die. Countless of the, countless members of the gang get beaten and betrayed and just, you want to see them win and they lose. And it's like a harsh loss. You know what I'm saying? And you don't even really get time to recover from it. This is the first time you really see, like, Nah, nah, that ain't happening. And you mm-hmm. saw Beast Titan, he's like, oh, let me protect my neck. Like, nah, that's not happening, nigga. Like, and the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, yes. I'm sitting there expecting something to happen for Levi. just can't get his shit off. Like, right after that curly fry arm shit, I'm sitting there like, okay, he got a good lick in, so it's time for him to die. He's going out with a flare. But dude really just blew my mind for like, and like, it was so, like, just watching it made me realize how short that little. Not a long fight, but a very impactful fight. Oh, super That is impactful. my runner up. Honorable mention, I want to shout out another one from Attack on Titan. The Ackerman battle between Kenny and Levi. 
Solid, solid fight. Shout out the Ackermans. But, oh, also honorable mention, Mob versus the president of Claw, the redhead uh, mm-hmm. homie show's father. Shout out that fight. But my fight of the year is Teruki versus Shimazaki. That is Teruki is the, and the other members of Claw, the Scar members who were from season one. Uh, uh, Shimazaki is the teleporter in Mob Psycho. That's the scene where he takes uh Teruki's face and he's just bashing it into car door, teleporting, bashing into concrete, teleporting. The animation was absolutely beautiful. Seeing the fight with all the different members of the um of the Scar group of Claw, the old the, the new allies, seeing uh the brother fight and just everything about that fight said fight of the year to me. Good animation good choreography, and good ending to the fight as well. For sure. That was one of them flip-the-table-over fights for me, too. Like, I'm seeing, like, the the impact when he was smashing Son's face into everything he could smash it into. I was sitting there like, oh, they taking it there. They yeah. taking it there season two. But uh, So I agree with you on that one as well. That's my runner-up. So, like, those two fights, we're agreement is, like, top two. Yeah, they're the best two fights of the year. But, but uh, Oh, but let me shout out love Luffy Katakuri. For sure. Gotta throw out love to Luffy Katakuri, Whole Cake Island. Great fight, expected more, and I know people are gonna be like, "Well, Kaido fight just happened." Mm-hmm. I'm not showing that love yet. Like it looked dope. I'm just not. One Piece is gonna have a fight of the year. I've, at been, some I've point. been seeing the hype get built up for the Kaido oh, fight, com- so it's I can't coming. wait to see there. It's good to see that. But uh, also, you know, me being a Demon Slayer guy, you know, I gotta say Rui versus Tanjiro. But even more for me, uh, specifically Tanjiro versus Inosuke, because that was when I first fell in love with Inosuke as a character. Because at first he was just intriguing, but. Whenever you see him in his just not give a fuck attitude, he was so confusing when you first started seeing him and Tanjiro interact and that random for no reason fight they had and just the headbutt and just everything about their little altercation. I kind of like that. It kind of hit me in the field more than it did prediction, the Rui fight. Prediction for fight of the year next year, Chisake versus Deku. I'm just uh, saying it now. My prediction for, you know what I'm saying? My prediction for fight of the year next year involves my son Uzui, you know what I'm saying? My favorite Hashira. I don't no, think he's going to be there. I don't I think, think we get that. If we get Demon Slayer by the end of the year, we're just getting the movie. Ah, yeah, you're right. Because I don't even know the 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 um the movie's gonna come out top of next year or the end of next year. End of next year. And if it comes out in the next year, we're definitely not getting season two until oh. 2023, 2022, 2021. Hopefully. Hell yeah, no, bro, no, 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 no. It's man, it's Chisake. Yes. I got real hype just now, and then I got <laughs> I got low to realize. Damn, you're right. Demon Slayer is gonna be drawn out slow because of the animation. I'm, as long as they animate it right and the quality's up, I could wait however long, but. I'm excited for the Chisaki. Dark fight. Dark Horse Promise Neverland is gonna give us a fight. I'm not gonna say how, but Dark Horse next year. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. They're Fire be, Force will be to- no. I'm not. I'm uh, Fire Force could, but yeah, I'm Fire saying Fire Force keep rolling. We're gonna have a lot of good fights. Promise next year. Neverland gonna be toting them, toting them gats. And I've been seeing it. And with that the, might with be fight of the year. <laughs> I'm saying Emma got the blicky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, at the end of the day, next year we're gonna have my hero fights, One Piece fights. Hopefully, still Vinland Saga, Attack on Titan. So hopefully next year is better than this year, but this year we did get a lot of quality. A lot, a lot of quality. I uh, think a lot of people were going to want us to have... I'm, I'm surprised that neither one of us had Tanjiro versus Rui. I feel like everybody's going to be like, oh, they're going to say it. No, Episode man. 19, Demon Slayer. Nah, my, they got they got better fights. And that's why I had to defend my, my Demon Slayer answer earlier because we're not just going to dick ride. Last year was the My Hero Awards, not because we were dick riding, but this year there's so much great Variety. aspects to different shows. Like Big facts. No, I'm with you. So next up we got the rookie... Of the year, Chris, so you can start this one off. Rookie of the year, goddammit, goes to this is where I'm gonna show love to uh 
another character mentioned earlier, but my runner-up is Tanjiro. Oh, uh, my runner-up, and it, it it was a it was a it was a long uh, thought process because Tanjiro instantly when you think rookie of the year, I'm like Tanjiro for sure. But my rookie of the year goes to Thorfinn. Nice, because honestly, I'm rooting for him super hard, and I saw him come up a long way, and he's still not even where he could be. But I saw him come up a lot. Like when you see his first altercation with uh, Asklad. He, he keeps getting washed, but he keeps getting stronger. And at some point, he's getting more and more respect from everybody. You know what I'm yeah, saying? People are friend. taking him more serious as time goes on. And uh, you just see him really turn into like a super badass, super fast. And he's still a young nigga. Like even, well. He grew up a little bit. How old is he? Maybe like 15, 14. But still, he's still a young nigga. Like yeah. he's still, he's around the same age as like the, uh, like Aaron and shit like that. And he's like way more gangster and i was talking about one of my homeboys about um vinland saga early and because i was watching it i was watching episode 23 or something like that and he was like bruh he just passed over me like oh what you watching and he's like oh you watching vinland saga and he turned away because i told him watch he's like i can't see what you watching because if i want to watch it you know yeah and he's like damn bro he's like i always thought that shit was gonna be trash he's like it's not real because he's really into bleach and naruto mm. and amongst other things but those are his top two and uh this is this is a different Tier, it's not like, shown. Yeah, it's not. He was like, "It's not shown, is it?" I was like, "No, it's Sanin." So he's like, "So there's not really no powers and shit." I was like, "Son, when you see the fighting, you're gonna. I feel like you're gonna fuck with it. Yeah, like, there's you're no not, need for power. You don't have any kind of uh, soul reaper powers. You don't have any ninjutsu, but it's still deep watching this shit. Yeah, so, captivating. 100. Thorfinn is a captivating character. I went from like not liking him that much to loving him like quickly. So I had to throw him in there as my rookie of the year because I feel like if Vinland Saga continues to go on, we're gonna see him. We haven't even seen a, a a flash in what he can do yeah. uh, or what he's going to be able to do. So I'm really excited for the future because we've already gotten to see a lot of strong characters to contrast him to. So just seeing where he's going to go, you know he's going to pass up all these other motherfuckers. You know he's going to be colder than his dad or just as cold as his dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're going to have some They're gonna have some interesting turns. So that's that's my rookies of the year. 100%. And, well, I'm, mine is, our, our honorable mention was Shinra, runner-up, uh, was... Thorfinn, but my rookie of the year is Tanjiro. I went with the boy. You went with Tanjiro? I thought you I, was going to go with Shinra. No, 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 no. I couldn't give it to Shinra. As much as I love Shinra, I couldn't give Shinra no love. In and this, I, in I this wanted show. to give it to Tanjiro so bad, too. Yeah, no, I got I got, I got to call it, like, this is where where you were, like, talking about for your best new anime. This is where I got to come and be honest. If you want to talk about a hero that impacted me this year, and I felt impacted just the way that talk shit mentality, but still being a hero in his own right, and just hitting the con hitting the conversation so hard to where if you look at the impact of demon slayer out outselling one piece for a time and demon slayer coming in and hitting this big platform getting uh being a twitter moment with tanjiro fighting uh rui episode 19 and then seeing all of his chibi moments becoming a meme like tanjiro was the rookie of the year both in popularity and in both show um I always and not to not to hop on the bleach slander uh the train because I love bleach honestly but I was watching bleach before this shit started. A lot of people know that Ichigo is not my favorite MC and um it's for a lot of different reasons uh but mainly the reason why Tanjiro shines is because he has so much personality and I'm tired of people acting like Tanjiro doesn't deserve to be hyped up and doesn't deserve to be in that Hall of Fame with the the Yusuke, Goku, Luffy, Naruto, uh, Ichigo's, because to be honest with you, he, as a character, uh, makes you love him so quickly. And then it, throughout time, it's not like you get sour on him, your hype dies down, or 
to me it builds up because you see more and more of his uh, personality. Him and Deku are the faces of uh, oh, and Deku, Shonen Jump. To, uh, 100. Like Luffy's the front runner, but Deku and Tanjiro are the next two up. Like right at now. this point in time, uh, I either feel like you just have bad taste or you are a uh, contrarian. Yeah, yeah, you're just hating to just be go against the grain if you're hating on Tanjiro or Deku. As two of the, and we could say Asta, whatever, because Asta probably has his shit, but nobody deserves to be more in the Hall of Fame of like, we know there's no big three, but you know, the big three and Goku are the four most They're in the game right now. Well known anime MCs. So to put Tandro and Deku up there, I feel like they, they're well deserved to be up there with the GOATs. Oh, yeah, they're, they're the next up. They're like mm-hmm. the, the, the the Hall of Famers are up there. They're like in the game right now playing, but like For their sure. first ballots when they retire. Mm-hmm. 100%. Word. Well, that, was, that wasn't as controversial as the others. Let's jump into right now Villain of the Year. So who, which one would have started that one off? Uh, I, I can start it off because you started the last one. I'll, sure. I'll start this one off. Runner up for me was Muzan. I'm not going to mm-hmm. talk much about it. I'll let you talk about Muzan because I know you have to. But my villain of the year is the Beast Titan, <laughs> Zeke. What Zeke represented to attack on Titan and then seeing him lose, but then him bounce back and just the way he affected the entire gang of like Aaron and everybody. He was this threat. He killed major members of this crew. His plan really decimated the scouts. And he is a true villain because he believes he's right and no one else can change his mind about that and he's one of those people where he's trying to convince the audience that he's right and you're like hey maybe maybe in this offshoot world maybe Mm -hmm. and it's like everything he's doing i just want to know more and more about he's my villain of the year nah uh i do fuck with beast titan when he first pulled up I was like, what the fuck? Oh, let me give honorable mention to Katakuri because I loved his story. So Katakuri shout out, shout out Katakuri. Uh, I, I fucks with Beast Titan, but um, let me be the first to say, fuck, uh, Ron, what is his name? Ronald? Ronald? Uh, what's his name? The uh, uh, Armor Titan. Oh, Reiner. Reiner. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Reiner. Fuck uh, Benalt or whatever his name uh, is. Bertolt. Bertolt. These niggas got ugly names and uglier personality traits. <laughs> fuck all the Attack on Titan villains. I was feeling Sawan and I was like, fuck Ann. Every every nigga who was on the squad and switched up, every nigga like Zeke, they want you to feel sorry for these niggas in Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah, I dude. feel zero sorry for all these niggas. I hate them with a passion, but that makes them great villains. And when yeah, uh, thanks. And uh, Beast Titan, make, what makes him a, a great villain before you even know Zeke and the whole, the backstory behind it, just when he pulls up, he's so mysterious and so badass and with the whole war thing with the castles, you're sitting there like, what, what? And you what? can't beat this dude. And then when he just starts taking out legions of scouts, it's like, And then you, you can't kill him, bro. Because, like, right with the Levi shit, I'm expecting this nigga to be dead. And he nope. gets the swift getaway thanks to fucking stupid uh, Packer, Packer Titan, whatever you want to call him. like <laughs> The big mouth. Mover nigga. Titan. Like, yeah. oh, let me save this nigga. I, I was so pissed to see that. Like, when I watched <laughs> that, I was like, no. And that's that goes to, to speak on how, how good of a villain he is because you don't want to see that villain win. No. Uh, like, and to me... The reason why I don't uh I don't include him in my tops is because I'm a villain guy. No facts. So I like to love my villains, you know what I'm saying? But if I hate the villain, that just makes you even better of a villain cuz that means I can't even like you you so you so bad. Like to me, I don't like Eisen because Eisen's just like a, a prick to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Eisen's like a... evil, bro. And there's a lot of niggas who are badass evil, but there are a lot of niggas who are just pure just fucked up evil. Like to me, I love Light a lot because you see a lot of the redeeming qualities in light versus like you you know he's a fucked up individual but at the same time 
you're still watching it like, damn, how you does maybe he do sim- it? You can maybe sympathize with him. With, with Beast Titan, I was wanting him to get killed as fast as possible just because <laughs> I want to see my guys win and it's impossible for these niggas to catch a, a W around this nigga. Like, he's like, he's doing some crazy. She's leading uh, the charge, man. And he's doing a, a great job. And I'm excited to see how they combat him in the future. And I'm excited to see his demise because, bro, he's going to be a hard one to take down. I can't believe Levi got what he got off off. But uh, to get off that, to get into my number one, let me get just a couple more honorable mentions off. Chisaki, for sure, overhaul. That's really the year next year, for and, sure. But the reason why I include him is because I, I'm not really on the manga like talking about. But after the last the last um, episode with Mirio, he really showed his ass. You're starting to see a little bit more of his backstory. And you're seeing his power get um, uh, delved into. Yeah, and exactly. Shown. But the reason why I'm really giving him... Uh, uh, honorable mention is because when you first see him touch down, I always talk about how Madara when he touches down, it's such a badass moment. But as soon as you first see him, he he walks, he strolls up on the the League of Villains. These guys are badass right now. Like the League of Villains are the main villains of the show. This guy pulls up on them Kills and it's like, one. hey, y'all niggas whack. Y'all need to join the gang or like get fucked up. And somebody's like, hey man, what? Ah, no, no, ain't no, no a man, nothing. Psh, you're dead. See that? I just <laughs> killed your homeboy. I really didn't want to have to kill your homeboy. I just came over here trying to be cool, deliver a message. Y'all do what y'all want with that. I'm out. And niggas can't even do him nothing. Like yeah, Shigaraki's man. like, what the fuck just happened? And seeing Shigaraki kind of get his revenge, and we don't, we didn't see him get his revenge yet, but see, he's plotting his revenge already. That makes me excited for Chisaki's demise. But another badass factor is whenever he, uh. Whatever Midoriya first pulls up on him and he like he grabs that glove and he's like nigga do I gotta turn up on you niggas like I just like that cocky that cockiness in a villain. Yeah, no, I love Chisake, man. That's why that's why I love villains because they, if they you if you got the perfect uh to to the perfect aesthetic to combat the vil- the uh, hero and look cool doing it like the heroes are supposed to look cool. You you the villain you supposed to look like the asshole you 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 supposed to be the crowd supposed to be the audience supposed to be rooting for you to die. So if you just like and people are like, oh, this nigga, hey, he's a bad guy, but he's dope. Like he's a dope bad guy. So I gotta give him that honorable mention. And uh as well as Sukasa, uh I wanna say Sukasa from uh Dr. Stone. Okay. Uh that's my uh other runner ups and Giovanni. Yo, from Fire Force. Shout out Giovanni. Just the way he played those sick Evil line games. Dude, bro. He's he's one of the uh I love him for one of the main reasons why I love Ascalad, the crazy mental yeah, mind Ascalad's games. Ascalad is an anti-hero. Yeah, he's an anti-hero, but that's that's why they want to include him as a villain. But Giovanni's a clear villain. He's like a he's deep with the mind games, and he's got Lisa deep into abusive, like a abusive, manipulative abuser and abuser, mm-hmm. bro. But you know, I'm giving it to Muzan when he first touched down, sliced the back of homeboy's neck, and it's like Tandro deal with that. I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? That. Bust my head at the end when he starts taking on different forms and he calls the the lower six moons and like, hey, y'all niggas know y'all suck, right? And they're like, no, 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 please, we could do better. Oh, you could do better? Did I not just say you suck? Are you going against what I just told you? No, man, shut up. Killed him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just to say the only one he left was the one that was just like getting off on seeing him kill everybody. He was about to kill them all. And instead of letting him go, he was like, look, I'm going to inject you with more blood. If you die, who gives a fuck? But if you don't die... Yeah, do your do your job. Yeah. So just seeing him and his whole nonchalant, not give a fuck attitude, his shrouded in mysteryness, 
his power and just his 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 sense. impact on the show just with not with very little screen time. And bro, when you first with the meme, whenever you get the Michael Jackson shit off, and when you first see him, it's like, <laughs> oh, he's low key got a dope aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not to get being a fan of the manga, I love him even more. But not even going diving into the manga and the spoilers of where we're at now. Yeah, please. Just don't. looking into the anime. That's some nut shit. <laughs> and the, the anime just him being shrouded in mystery and being so strong, powerful, badass, and just ruthless and cut. Like by the time you get to the end of the first season, you're seeing how he treats his own people on some Frieza shit. Like I don't care about y'all, but on some like Frieza was doing it to be an asshole. It's kind of he's kind of like Eisen in a sense where like I'm I know I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. You have to listen to my will or you just die. He kind of doesn't feel like the villain. He just kind of feels he looks like he's just like he doesn't believe there. he's the villain either. He's the villain with a stale face, whereas villains the 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 villain with a smile. I mean, uh, Frieza's the villain with a smile. So he's like ha ha. I, I, I'm, I'm a bad guy, but this guy's like, hey, look. Muzan just thinks he's a natural disaster. He's like, I just am what I am. Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm just Muzan. And I love I love that about him, just because he's the, the epitome of just what you should be scared to fight. Like, even with Frieza, he's a badass, strong character, but you know who you're fighting. You're just fighting a little twit. You're fighting a little douchebag. With this guy, you don't know what's going on in his head. He's just emotionless on the face. You don't know what his goals are. Even I don't even think as far as the, the manga, you really even know his incentive and just his motive. You just He's just there, and he's just fucking shit up, and you got to go with it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, so give him that Muzan, sure. shout out. And so Chris's villain of the year is Muzan. Mine is the Beast Titan, a.k.a. Zeke. So let's get into Hero of the Year. Chrissy, you can start us off. Oh, Hero of the Year? Uh, for sure. I'm going to give it to... And honorable mentions, we got Shigeo, Shinra, Emma, Deku, Mirio, Sun Eater, all of my hero heroes. Yeah, like shout out to Mirio, bro. It came in before the new year. Mirio Ooh. is definitely in my runners-up. Like, I'm giving, I'm giving it to him, bro. He, he's badass. Seeing him uh, with the whole thing with uh, Sun Eater and how, before you even see him do badass shit, already made me love him a little bit before you got to see him do work. But my runner-up hero of the year is uh, Tanjiro. Oh, Niggas shit. Niggas want me to give Tanjiro a season, uh, hero of the year. I thought you were going to give it to him. Damn. I got to give it to the non-shonens, bro. Senku is my hero of the year. Just because... Senku. And, if, and, and this is me being objective right now. To, or trying to. Because I got my personal opinions. I want to say Tanjiro so bad. Because he he gives me that Yusuke Yurameshi vibe. But to see, where I he got the hard Tanjiro head. being hero of the year. Because he is a... Like, he does heroic stuff. But... And, he, and, and to be honest with you, Senku doesn't do heroic shit out of the want to be a hero. He's being a hero is the last thing on his mind. He's trying to be, create a kingdom of science. But I'm not gonna lie, he does do a lot of heroic shit with that in my opinion. To me, like whenever he like first of all he saves Kohaku's sister and that's like one of the biggest heroic things he can do. But uh I call him hero in a sense to where every like mini arc, every problem that's faced, he can be the only hero because he's the only nigga with brains and he always comes to save the day no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, even in weird clutch situations where I wouldn't think he could, he does. You know what I'm saying? And I, me not knowing science and not giving a fuck about science, I, I, I could never tell he's going to pull out his ass. Like, I guess if you're a scientist, I feel like this isn't, this is the uh, anime for people who are into science but not into into science as far as like in college watching science, uh, yeah. uh, studying science because I'm pretty sure all the shit he's saying is basic level shit but I don't know what he's about to pull out of his ass, but I could know that it's not like key or, or chakra. It's like literal Science, things. Like yeah. if this was like, this could be a live action adaptation and they could literally do this shit and build not a science guy and not even get no fake shit. They're like literally show you how to create electricity in the anime. But it's, it makes, it makes it to where you, you don't feel like you're watching a school video to where they're trying to teach you something, but they teach you something in a more indirect way. And you, 
kind of end up not even caring, but just taking that on with you while you see this uh, crazy story unfold. And I just like seeing uh, Senku really come through in the clutch, like with the, what are they going to do? Like, that's that's one of the reasons reason why I like uh, Light as a protagonist, as I mean, a, a uh, antagonist. Yeah. Just because literally he reacted to situations and, and he was a villain, but he reacted to situations in ways that you wouldn't expect. And uh, Senku go, playing for the good team just is always prepared for any situation, even when he's not prepared. Not That's admirable in the hero. He's done... He, he's got a lot of W's in his one season versus Tanjiro being my, one of my favorite heroes, but he hadn't really done much as far as this nigga is still trying to save his sister. He 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 got a couple wins as far as demons, but he didn't get no big win. He didn't really do nothing crazy heroic. He's kind of in his building training phase. I feel like he's his hero of the year. They will come. All right, word, word up. I got uh, honorable mention. I got Shinra. I have Emma. I have Deku. I have Luffy, honorable mention, because Luffy did some good stuff against mm-hmm. Katakuri and against uh, Kaido this year. Shout out to Luffy. Uh, Runner-up, I have Tanjiro and Mirio. Shout out to both of them. They did a lot of good stuff this year. But hero of the year for me is none other than Shigeo from Mob Bro. Psycho. The, Crazy. The, what it means to be a hero, he embodies in his character development from being this person who is very uh, introvert doesn't like to be outspoken we just literally watched the episode where it was like you got to not only look for the kindness of people but you have to scold them when they're not doing the right thing you have to be heavy-handed you see a full character development of shigeo to being a better person now when we get to season three it'll be a different shigeo from season one and it that transformation happens in season two he beats a big boss a big fight he has multiple fights he even uh fights mogami he fights the president of claw like we see shigeo go through full transformation he saves his whole town he has w's he has wins he has character development and he has saving people i gotta go with shigeo for hero of the year see, see one of my uh what, speaking of one of my favorite shigeo moments was whenever he walks into his damn house and his parents like yeah yo it's like whoa i, I was when i saw that I was like i was not expecting this show to go there and get this dark and then seeing him react to that uh was one of the most iconic moments of the year to me uh one of the most iconic moments in mc dumb you know what i'm saying like you don't see an mc see that shit in season two you know what i'm saying yeah. or, you may but it didn't have that impact that like that impact hit hard whenever he he saw that and was like, oh, niggas going to die. That was the first time you really seen him be like, I'm going to really murder somebody out here. So no, yeah. And he's, he, he, he bossed up. But then you see him gather those emotions and then just overcome that. For sure. I thought you were going to give it to Mirio for sure. Because no, he's no. definitely. But Mirio's runner up. I was, just, I was just joking. Especially after that last, that last yeah, like, episode. Yo, like really, Mirio had his arc this He would have deserved it. If, if people are considering uh, of the year up until the last minute of the year, because he cut it close. But. That That's moment, why I didn't give it to him. But like, yo, that moment was definitely impactful. Like, I uh got he got my respect. Shout out to Muriel for sure. But that's our hero of the year. Krissa has Senku and I have Shigeo. Real quick, manga of the year. I know we didn't have this in the category. I want to show some love to some of our favorite mangas. I'm gonna give it to One Piece for me. Mm. This year of One Piece was fucking incredible <laughs> with everything in Wano, the Odin backstory, the white beard stuff, the learning of the legendary Rocks crew, <laughs> Roger. Like I, I know I might be talking gobbledygook right now to you out there, ladies and gentlemen, but One Piece had the best manga run this year by uh, far. And see, you know I can't speak on on the One Piece manga. I'm not even caught up with the anime, 
But uh, I, I know you want to give give it to Demon Slayer. It deserves it. No, for sure I'm giving it to Demon Slayer. But I do want to have a couple honorable mentions because Samurai Eight was pretty good. Shout out. Uh, they got a lot of new anime, a new manga that I've been reading. Like Zipman is pretty dope so far. I like uh, Spy Family. Spy Family has a, a dope premise. Tokyo, um, what is it called? Tokyo Shinobi Squad or something like that. I think that finished, but it was pretty good while it was going. I didn't finish it, but it was pretty dope while it was going. I'm trying to find the ones that I've read on the uh, Attack on Titan had a good year too. Because there's one I don't quite know the name the name of, but I know it was dope. But uh, I'm giving it to to Demon Slayer because once you get to where we're in spare, uh, spoiler territory right now, Woo-hoo! like oh my god, bro! Like this is booted up to where I'm so glad I read the uh, I read the manga and didn't just wait and wait. Chainsaw Man had a great yeah, year. Yeah, shout out to Chainsaw Man. Love Chainsaw Jujutsu Man. Kaisen had a great year, and that's one of my, when we get into predictions next episode. They both deserve. Their I think props. I think Jujutsu Kaisen is gonna have a big year next year. But uh. Well, yeah, that's about it. Because I'm about to say, I've, all the other things I've read this year have been things that have been out, like 6668 and then like that, uh, My my Girlfriend's a Gal shit. And that's one of my favorite etchy anime, uh, manga of all time. Like, the anime's out, I read it, I mean, I watched it, and I was like, mm, I'd rather read the manga. And etchy shit is dope in anime. And like, just to throw it out there for the etchy fans, like, uh, if y'all hit me up with some suggestions to some good shit, some good quality shit, because there was another anime that came out today too. Uh, not today, this year. It was like, uh, My Teacher... Senpai, like, what are you doing here, Senpai? Uh, sensei or some shit like that. Like, it was some stupid ass title, but funniest, uh, etchy series. And I had to, uh, I gotta mention that too, because the, the manga was, uh, amazing as well. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Well, yeah, gotta show love to One Piece and Demon Slayer. They had awesome years in the manga world. Let's jump to the final topic. Mm-hmm. It is the anime of the year. Chris, start us off, bro. Man, we got here. We got here fast. I didn't even know we were we were here already. I think we're an hour in, hour plus, you know. But fucking anime of the year, uh, Attack on Titan for me. Holy shit! Attack on Titan for me, man. <laughs> Attack on Titan. And if we want to do anime of the decade, we talked about that. Wait, wait, wait. Please wait for that one. Oh, we doing that too? Yeah, we can do that one. At okay, the end. I'm yeah. about to say, bro. Attack on Titan is anime let's, of the year to not, me. Let, yeah, let's not blow the load. I, I thought this was the last one, <laughs> no, no. but uh, anime of the year. Even though, because, you know, Demon Slayer to me gets best new, you know, uh, Mob Psycho and Attack on Titan both tied for best season. But as far as best anime of the season, of the of the year, Demon Slayer was crazy. Uh, you know, Dr. Stone was crazy. Vinland Saga was crazy. Promise Neverland blew my mind. But Attack on Titan, bro, I, I had to rewatch episodes, bro. Like, when I tell you, I got to I'm the not end, mad at it. I got to the end of the last episode of season three and restarted it from the beginning and didn't even care that I just watched that not too long ago. Yo, I feel like I'm going to be a stand because like my anime, that's my runner up and my anime of the year is Mob Psycho season two. Bro, and the it's, reason it's I, worthy. And I gave anime Attack on Titan best new season because I feel like what Mob Psycho presented in this, it was a complete season where the things we presented in the early part of the season were finished off in the last part of the season. Yeah, there's a cliffhanger in the sense of where we, we could go here, but if you finish Mob Cycle with this season, you get closure. And oh, yeah. you see a character development for Shigeo. You get the whole amazing stuff with your boy, uh, with his, uh, Regan. Mm-hmm. You get all the good stuff with his brother. You get closure on that development with that. And just the heartstrings it pulled on you where even in episodes where it wasn't like the tie together episodes where it feel, felt like filler, it still tugged at our heartstrings. We, it gave us good action, great animation, arguably the best animation of the year. And the total package for me, mob psycho for me is just 
anime of the year. When when we definitely look back in hindsight, Mob uh, Psychos doesn't get. It's gonna be the, one of the most underrated of this decade because it doesn't get the love of what everybody wants to. But the my heroes, the the Attack on Titans. The, when we're talking like the decade. I feel like it it maybe won't, especially because it drops so or maybe late. all time. Maybe it drops so late in the decade or all time. But as far as when you look back on 2019, I feel like Mob Psycho made a way bigger splash in Attack on Titan because, like we said earlier, Attack on Titan season three started. We got the first half in 2018. So Attack on Titan three season three, even though it was separated into two parts, I feel like most people are gonna um, run with the narrative. You know, Attack on Titan season three dropped last year, and uh. Uh, basically just leave it at that. Nobody's going to talk about the second half 10 years from now. But 10 years from now, when you look back on the year of 2019, you're going to really see a lot of Demon Slayer, uh, Vinland Saga, Fire Force. But the I feel like... hero is Mob Psycho, man. Mob Psycho is that one that's like... Uh, Emotion-wise, I've, I've never felt like emotion drawn from me for an anime for like that, except in moments like the Jiraiya and, death. And this style. The, yeah. this the, You don't expect to be... Because it's almost slice of life esque until the end. And when it's you slice get that. of life, but it pieces together. But at the same time, it is it had that slice of life vibe. Yeah, and and you know that's not my 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 forte. I'm big action shonen guy. But imagine guy. just imagine uh, when you fell, and I always say fell in love with characters and no homo. These dudes, you know, what I'm saying these are anime characters. But when I say fell in love, I mean fell in love with the aspect of the character. Yeah. But like think about how long it was before you fell in love, fell in love with Naruto's character, Luffy's character, and they get you, they get you. Very early on, they give but you moments, yeah, but, for sure. But season two, yeah, no, did you, I'm, did you were you disinvested in Luffy, Naruto, Yusuke, and season two? Uh, maybe Yusuke, episode, episode 24. Maybe, you know you, maybe Yusuke, not, not, I know not Naruto because Naruto for sure. I don't because I because I, I didn't like him as a child until not tell Shippuden, yeah, and Luffy, I don't think so. So, no, man, with Shigeo, what they do with Mob Psycho, everything it embodies, I stand for, and I really love this show. And just not even on a favorite thing, on an objective tip, like on a judging this from with, with objective eyes, like to me, this is this is the highbrow anime. If we really want to get into it, like it, Bro. it, it has it has more. It, it teaches values and lessons. The animation. It's not the main main popular anime, but critically, this is the one that to me is what you consider great television for sure and and I, I gotta throw this out there I, I mentioned Funimation earlier shout out to Funimation uh, big fan you know what I'm saying but uh, whenever they release their uh, decade list or whatever their decade things they announced Demon Slayer and a lot of people were mad because they get best animation confused with best show but they said favorite animation of the decade Demon Slayer but if they would have said best I'm sitting there like so did Mob Psycho not come out Exist, this year? Yeah, something? no. Because Demon Slayer had spectacular animation. I know we had the viral moment on uh, episode 19. But if you look at the fight that I chose, like, and that's just one moment of that show. And, bro, when you look at the fucking opening. Yeah. Like oh, the, my gosh. The, just the amount of budget they threw into the opening had to be more than some of these anime that dropped this year's whole entire season budget. And uh, just every single episode had a different feel. It didn't... It gives you its, you know, Mob Psycho... Um, 
specific kind of art style, but it takes that and twists and bends it so many different directions. Uh, when you see, and I hate to keep referencing Demon Slayer, but when you see Demon Slayer do these derpy faces, they show their uh, their personality in a certain way. Like, it gets its hardcore animation quality when you see the 3D get merged well, when you see the fights. But as far as uh, times of peace, like whenever they're training, whenever they're kind of chilling, the comical uh, parts of uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, you see, like, a lot of... Um, the animation's cool, but they don't throw the budget into that. They throw yeah. the budget into the big parts. Mob Psycho just transitioning from small moments to big animation. Even the even the cutscenes where, where the like cut they scene. transition and like you see like the animation of Shigeo and his brother like sitting under a tree and it like starts raining and you see Shigeo put the umbrella up like just little shit like that. Like everything that's is the, beautiful. The, they pay attention to the little things they, in that show. They had to have thrown budget out the ass or just thrown time into Effort. this because every single frame, you could tell that uh, a lot of love was put into it. You could tell they gave this their all. And this is what I like to see in anime. I hate to see... And this is why I'm so upset with One Punch Man Season 2 because it's the same company that did Season 1 and this is what they... Sh- they, they had a property that would have mm-hmm. could have been anime of the year this year if that animation quality was up there that's just mishandling i I know a lot of people have been posting this clip that uh could possibly be fan made but the uh season four whatever it was of uh what was it uh seven deadly sins i don't know that was fan made a bunch of people said it was fan made but i I heard a bunch of people confirm that it wasn't but so i don't know what side it's on but it looked terrible to me i was watching it and i was like this doesn't look as bad as uh episode five dragon ball super but it wasn't too far off. Like that's my animation scale. Like if that shit looks that bad, I'm sitting there like, eh. like episode five Dragon Ball Super is zero on the scale. You know what I'm saying? You never want to be there. But uh, this was damn near like a one or two on the scale. I was looking at it. I was like, damn, this is Seven Deadly Sins. I remember watching the first two seasons. I did, I'm not 100 percent caught up, but the first two seasons didn't look nearly this bad animated. And just in a world where there's companies, and again, not confirming off that clip. I know y'all seen the viral clip uh, at the end of 2019, but um. I don't know too many companies besides anime companies that would take a property that big, like a Seven Deadly Sins, a Dragon Ball, something that big and just fumble with the rock animation wise. And just to see something something as obscure as Mob Psycho be that good when One Punch Man isn't even that good, like season two wise. For Mob Psycho to already have a good season one animation wise, then season two take it to another level. And on a like exponentially, like yeah. to, to where like even if you would be like yeah, Mob Psycho is uh, season two is doubly as you know amazing as season one. That doesn't even do this justice because it quadruples it. Like, yeah, no, one hundred it by episode like three. So Christmas anime of the year, Attack on Titan. Mine is Mob Psycho. Real quick, because you mentioned openings, let's just touch on it because we were about to do an anime of the decade. But let's touch on openings real quick. My favorite opening of the year is Vinland Saga by far, it, or or the beginning to Fire Force Part One. Not when they switched the Part One of season one. Fire Force and Vinland Saga. I'm not giving it to Demon Slayer. I'm sorry. I'm giving it to Demon Slayer. That's, that's at the top of my Yo, That my Vinland shit was nuts. Like when I tell you, I don't sing too many too many Japanese openings. I like them. I listen to them. But I'm not one of them niggas fully Even fully my girlfriend thought the Vinland Saga shit was dope. No, the Vinland Saga shit was dope. You actually put me on that one. That's in my top five openings of the year. My hero. It, you thought it in after we, we no, shat on it. What I'm it. saying is I shat on it initially. The Mob, uh, mob Psycho. The uh, My Hero opening grew on me. But it's still not even breaking my top five. The Promised Neverland opening was pretty good, too. I like that one more than the My, uh, my Hero. But I don't like that one as much as the Vinland Saga one. Mm. Uh, I even like Radiant. because I've been listening, I've been watching a lot of Radiant. And I've, I'm love, that's one I never skip. Uh, 
surprisingly. I didn't expect Radiant Comeback of the year, baby. I told y'all. Just wait. Wait 10 years from now. They're going to get some awards one of these years, but I'm not going to lie. That that opening was hitting hard. Uh, I do like the Fire Force one. I like part one. You like part two. I like part two better than part one for sure. But part it, it's, it's still shit. a like. It's still not breaking Garin's by Lisa the GOAT. Like, when I heard that, bro... Like I said, bro, it leads me down this rabbit hole. Like, I got Lisa as one of... I'm following her on Spotify, and I've listened to more songs. I can't name it. I can't name you a bunch of them, but they're definitely in my library, gotten replays. But uh, that just the aesthetic of that song, and shout out to my homie Slick. He's probably a, a reason... Uh, Otaku Underworld Slick, he's probably like a, a big reason why I love that song even more, because he sampled it, made a song Yeah, that's a dope song. We'll probably put it into this. And I've heard like a bunch of other like EDM remixes and just beat remixes and just different chops of that song. And another one of the things, because Slick's song is what really took me from loving it to love loving it. But another thing that took Garin's, you know, Demon Slayer opening, and I sound like a stand right now for Demon Slayer. But another thing that took me from the next level was watching her perform that live. Like, I, I was searching it just to, like, find a clip to use. Uh, but when I saw it, I was like, wait, she's performing this shit live? And when I watched her perform it live, she she really sold me on her just vocal performance. She's one of my, uh, I forget what the band name is that did a lot, because Bleach... Bleach had their whole sound, not their whole soundtrack, but a lot of their openings and endings done by the same band. And uh, I really, I went, I dug deep into them a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, she's one of those ones that I know off of the strength of her uh, her work outside of Demon Slayer as well. Like, I, I appreciate her deeper than her just that one opening. So I got to throw her in there because she, she, she proved her uh, song-making skills to be with that one. 100%. Well, I'm not hating on that. Let's jump to Anime of the Decade. I got to run her up. I got to shout out My Hero Academia. That, that is runner-up for me with the decade. Mob Psycho is another runner-up, but anime of the decade for me is Attack on Titan. Yeah, I got to give it attack, attack, uh, to Attack on Titan, too. Word. Well, that's not that was hard. Well, now, see, I, I want to just break down to you just a little bit more why I, you know what I'm saying, definitely, undeniably have, because to me, it's between Attack on Titan and Hunter x Hunter for, of the decade. Ooh, see, I would put my hero above Hunter x Hunter. What do we give? What do we give the decade one to for the um the live the live pod we did? I gave it to uh, Attack on Titan. You gave it to uh, probably either Hunter x Hunter or, uh, my, or hero. my hero. But I to think, be I think you, you gave it to my hero. The more I reflect on Hunter x Hunter, Hunter x Hunter uh, dropped at 2011 and uh, kind of lasted till what 2015 before it stopped. But the hype has never died down since it dropped. Like Hunter x Hunter is revered as one. And, People are always talking about Hunter Hunter. People are still starting it. That's one of the one of them iconic ones. But uh to say Attack on Titan started in 2013, like my hero started in what, 14, 15? Yeah. To say that Attack on Titan started in 2013, took a, a hiatus, came back, took another hiatus, came back. Uh since to the testament of their quality. Yeah, and their story is there, their action is there, their characters are there. I even like the Attack on Titan soundtrack. The The soundtrack is there. The voice acting, whether it be Japanese dub or Japanese original dub or the English dub, I, I love them both equally. But um, they this is one of those series that has little to no flaws. Okay, I got a question for you. One Piece should be in the conversation for Anime of the Decade, and let me explain why. Mm-hmm. Marine Ford was released in 2010 and 2011. Really? Yes, and it starts the run of Marine Ford, Fishman Island, Punk Hazard, Dress Rosa, Whole Cake Island. Everything up to this point is all in this decade. You're right. And One to, Piece has to be mentioned. To be real, uh, every single year of this decade, One Piece has had um, big year. Like, and, and I know we're saying Attack on Titan, but like 
gotta, every single year. Gotta bro. show love to One Piece. And I do gotta get that to One Piece because a lot of people, uh, I know you probably express that sentiment. Like One Piece isn't One Piece till you get to Marine Ford and you get past that time skip. That kind of changes the the course of One Piece. I was telling my girl this because we just started on the um, Impel Down. We just started Impel Down. We just finished the uh, Fishman Island little mini shit where they introduce you to Law and all the um, the guys. Oh yeah, the Saba, uh, Saba Odi Archipelago. Arca, Archipelago. Yeah, yeah we, Archipelago. We get the yeah. um, Saba Odi. We meet the uh, what's his name? Such with an R. Uh, Oh man, Rayleigh. Rayleigh, we meet yeah, Rayleigh. Silver's Ray, Dark we also King meet, Rayleigh. Uh, we also meet the the royals and the um the, the dragons, the ten year, celestial the ten Ryu Bito, the ten Ryu Bito, you know the celestial dragons, yeah. uh, and like right at that point, all the supernova. Sh- this is where the show changes. And I stopped this. I, I made her pause it. I'm like, all right. I was like, shit just got real. I was like, I want you to take in everything you're seeing. She's meeting Kuma. I'm like, take in just everything. I'm like, I'm not spoiling anything for you. And I don't want to be one of those people. Like, wait for it, wait for it the whole time. I'm just like, this is the moment. I'm not gonna say it again. But just the, the sh- fact that Marine Four dropped in 2010, there's no way you can't. Yeah, there's no way you can't. One Piece for having they had arcs like Marine Four, the Katakuri fight, D- Do Flamingo when mm-hmm. uh, Gear Four was introduced. That is huge. Like mm-hmm. One Piece. I'm sorry. One One Piece is one B for me. And now. just for the fact that you get uh, it's a, it's Attack on Titan one A, One Piece one B. You you get like the whole Marine Ford, you get the whole black beard, white beard, ace, a yeah, oh my god, uh, Shanks returning. You get all that. But then as far as villains, you get Dofi and you get uh Ka- uh Big Mom, the Big Uncle. Mom, you get uh Kaido, you get uh Katakuri. Katakuri, I was thinking of it with the K. But uh you get all these major villains and I'm not watching One Piece on that uh at that on that level at that part. But I'm seeing Twitter react to it. I'm seeing my personal friends that watch One Piece. It's a, it's a, a select few. But I see them react. To, I saw them react to all the Dofi shit. So I'm sitting there, like, not there yet. But I'm sitting there like, damn, I can't wait to catch up. Because this shit, this shit seems like it's impacting the world. And that's literally every year since the decade started. So you yeah. got to give them that. When they, when they Even if you didn't start this year when you or this decade, when you dominate the decade... It's you got. It's like Drake, man. When you when you spend so many years on the charts, like you got to give it. You got to give props. Shout out to Drizzy. Yeah, but- people want to hate on that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but no, people want to hate on the people who put in the most work just because and try to use something like you didn't start this decade or this dropped this decade, uh, so it's more worthy. So people want to discredit One Piece, and you know, you know the niggas who are like I'm not watching 900 episodes that haven't even started it yet. We'll try to be like, well, your show didn't even. Nah, bro. We're not they'll, even living. Not listening. To they'll it. use anything to discredit it and. To be honest, One Piece just as much as uh, Attack on Titan. I'm Hunter, so Hunter, shocked by all your all the Attack others. on Titan love in this awards, man. You you put a complete 180 on them. Bleach didn't pull a 180 on me. Bleach made me be like, okay, I like Bleach, but it's mid. Attack on Titan, nah, but we told. There's I, I told nothing you, yeah. mid about Attack on Titan None, besides yeah, the first few episodes after episode one. And even then, it's just slow. Yeah. I'm one of those people where, like, my stepdad, I grew up on my stepdad being into Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, sort of Sylvester Stallone movies to where he likes his movies to from the beginning to the end. <laughs> Action, fast paced. Like, wait, that makes this so shit much don't stop. Now. So, like, me, if I'm sitting there and I gotta wait through like four or five episodes of exposition and story, that's why I don't really like shows like Game of Thrones. I, wait, I, I fuck key, with it. My pops used to watch like Godfather and shit, like good uh, exposition of the ass and movie. See, like, I yo, up, that's funny. I grew up seeing that, but it wasn't as prevalent in my household as... But, like, the diehards and the shit's like, yeah, no, Bruce Willis movies and some of us know those are high-paced movies. And they, they're super action-packed. So, for me to, to love an action kind of series and to respect it, I'm like, nigga, you gotta bring the action. But Attack on Titan brings the action. And the story. And the story. And a, a lot of the things that I love about Hunter x Hunter, uh, Yu Hakusho, is the story, the world-building, 
and Attack on Titan hits all those points, but just in a way that uh, it's also a thriller, and it's such a breathtaking experience. Like they hit. It doesn't feel like I'm watching a shonen. And, and it's a it's mech a anime with like it's a refresh of the mech genre, in my opinion. Shout they, out. They basically flipped it's that a, on its, it's head. It's a mech. Like it, it's a mech anime at the end of the day. They and, took the concept of shonen, the concept of thriller, the concept of mech, they just infused it all together and flipped it on its head. And to be real, they made a masterpiece. I'm excited to see yeah. where it ends. I hope we don't get this big Game of Thrones last oh, season no, 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 ending no, no, no. where Trust me. I hope we get like it's, a, I'm caught up. It's nuts. You caught up? I'm caught up. So it's you, nuts. Bro, just the fact that and Bro, Attack on Titan has me. Attack, that's why I said Attack on Titan. When we talked about manga, it, it got a runner up. From, it's arguably up there with mm-hmm. One Piece. Like it had a huge, bro. It had a huge year this year. I'm starting the games, bro. That's how deep into Jeez. One Piece I am. I mean, uh, Attack, Attack on Titan, Titan is real. Well, they got two, and I'm downloading both of them. Like I'm starting on them as soon as I finish doing what I got to do on uh, uh, Pokemon Sword and on my PS4 because I don't think it's for the Switch. If it is though, if it. Uh, Whoever's the the company behind other games, if you want to drop the Attack on Titan game for Switch, I'm going to cop that bitch for sure. <laughs> Word. Well, this was the Anime Talk Awards, ladies and gentlemen. Chris, tell the people they can find you at on social media. Well, you know what I'm saying? You can find me, broswhothink.com. You know what I'm saying? You can find me on the Bros Who Think SoundCloud. Everything, you know what I'm saying? Anime Talk, like this. Facts. But also find me at Chris SG on Spotify, SoundCloud, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, new music dropping soon, man. I got a uh, demon mode remix with Chapo dropping top of next year. I just dropped a song called Etchy with my gang. We're about to drop a remix to that. So just expect 2020 to boot up super hard. Please follow me on the gram and please follow anime talk pod on Instagram Yeah, because we're going to be dropping a lot of gems. We're going to be moving around all 2020 and we want y'all to be there with us. We want to reach out to y'all, touch y'all, see y'all speak with y'all. We're not one of the people that get on stage, do our, uh, do our set and then leave. We want to reach out. We want to give y'all a shirt. You know what I'm saying? We're most likely going to have anime talk shirts and we're most likely going to have my demon mode shirts and everything. So just come see us. And make sure you follow us on social media because that's the best way to keep up with our like giveaways, our pop-ups. Whatever we do, stay updated. 100%. Speaking of giveaways, shout out to the sponsor of this uh, Anime Talk Award, Pure Fiction Collectibles, located on Ambassador Caffrey Parkway in Lafayette, Louisiana. It's located next to Ambassador Caffrey Parkway, uh, Walmart. They have a variety of anime merch like figures, mm-hmm. wall scrolls, and much, much more. Look, if you are a weeb like myself, mm-hmm. if you see all these beautiful figures, the Tanjiro figure, the the uh, the Karishma figure, the gangster wall scroll, the mob psycho mm-hmm. wall scroll, the Lupin the Third, this figure is immaculate to me. Like, Lupin the Third figure, and when I saw that, I was like, I had had to get it. My Luffy figure, the King of the Pirates. Shout out to Pure Fiction Collectibles. Check them out on Ambassador Caffrey Parkway next to the Walmart. Tell them the Bros of Thing Network Facts. sent you. Tell them the Anime Talk Boys sent you in. They will hook you up. And shout out to Cam and Pure Fiction Collectibles because love partnering with you guys this year. You can follow me at LynnBWT on Twitter. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Be sure to check out the Bros Who Binge Awards if you're into movies and television. We go into our favorite movies of the year, our favorite TV shows, among other things. Be sure to check out the BWT podcast this week on Thursday. And be on the lookout for all content from the Bros Who Think. Follow us, like Chris said, Anime Talk Pod on Instagram. We'll be doing giveaways with Pure Fiction Collectibles, among other sponsors this year, as well as posting video clips from this and follow us on YouTube 
at Bros Who Think Network because you can watch the video to this Facts. now and subscribe. And look, the first 50 subscribers will be put in a giveaway Ooh. for an amazing action figure as well as the next uh, the next 50 anime follow uh, anime talk pod followers on Instagram along with the original followers will be put into a giveaway for a figure and some merch so follow anime talk pod and subscribe to the bros mm. thing network on youtube and you will be put in for a giveaway that we will be pulling for in the middle of february so we're going to be promoting it until then so subscribe subscribe and follow anime talk pod on instagram but Facts. for chris and my name is Lynn. this has been the anime talk awards we hope you had a good new year and we can't wait for 2020 we'll be talking more anime for you but we're signing off peace Ay, cut to the beat like I'm Tanjiro She give me brain to make honor roll Then I turn right in a Hanako Stay with the sack like a Nadaro My flow is so diabolical Ay, I overcome any obstacle I am all powerful, bitch, I'm unstoppable Get off my dick, niggas be hating But I ain't no medley, I never trip Shoulder the chip and the burden Bitch, I'm emerging Making these fuck niggas nervous Niggas, it's worthless, what is your purpose? Minus a lead like Commander Irvin Give me a turban, boy, I'm Bianca Came out the midst and shit like I'm Zawaza Coming for niggas like Tazuna You won't do shit like you Sakura Don't give a fuck, call me Canada My vision got better Shinichi, weapon in hand all the time like it's Miggy Bloodsuckers at my window, they shiggy I am fly like a deliver with Kiki On Kami, niggas Kakashi Still in Ajutsu, they copy All on my pocket, bitch, I'm the go, call me Chompy Serving these niggas like Sanji Hold up, rewind me Niggas Kakashi Still in Ajutsu, they copy All on my pocket, bitch, I'm the go, call me Chompy Serving these niggas like Sanji Hella bitches down Maji So I flex more than Baki Got a sipping on a sake Got a throw like I'm Froppy Meliodas on the body Finger in the box, Haji Every beat I go potty Drip hard, no design he kicks hard, no karate Lift off with my posse Underworld, join the lobby We don't fuck with nobody Do they fuck with us? Probably Never was this a hobby But it sure was timely Came together, started bonding